Hello, and welcome to Versus, the show where nerds do what nerds do best, argue. I'm Caitlin Hempstead, and this week I will be representing iconic pop culture figure, Barbie. And I'm Adam Peacock, and I will be dutifully representing the American Girl doll this week. Adam, your excitement is infectious. So pumped for this. So thrilling. A doll that I'm sure you knew everything about going into this. I most certainly, I actually had a little bit of knowledge because I had a cousin who was really into it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. You've got those deep family ties. Yeah. Well, with no further ado, let's get straight into it. We're going to start with our opening arguments. So Adam, you're going to have two minutes to state your case. Why American Girl dolls are better, more important than Barbie. You ready? Yeah. Right, go. Well, I'm going to give you one word, and uh, you don't normally associate this word with toys, but education. American Girl dolls are all about education. Each girl is from a time period, you know, and when you buy this American Girl doll, she comes with a little book that educates you about that time period and through the point of view of said girl living in that time period. But it's not just about the education with dolls. If you would have told me a million years ago, if I could have breakfast with my teddy bear radar and then go get a haircut, and if he got hurt, I could take him to a teddy bear hospital, I would absolutely do that because those are real. These girls, they have hospitals that you you help get tightened up when the doll's arms and stuff get kind of loose. You can take them in there for a tune-up. You can go get their hair and nails done. You can get their ears pierced there. You can really live out a whole doll adventure with your American Girl doll, and that's why it's great. It's not just about a doll. It's education. It's an experience. It's more than a toy. Thank you so much. That was truly beautiful. Thank you. Well, great. Well, then, uh, Kaylin, same same question to you. What are your opening arguments for Mattel's Barbie? Thank you so much. Um, by the way, that was beautifully put. The doll po- hospitals are huge. Barbie is the most maligned, most misunderstood character in American history. And I will say that boldly and with no reservations. Sure, she's kind of a ripoff of a German doll, Build Lily. Sure, she gives girls an unrealistic body standard, but did you know that she was created by business person and inventor Ruth Handler, who had made a bunch of money making lucite furniture with her husband? Yes, it's true. Barbie is named after Ruth's daughter, Barbara. Also, fun fact about Ruth, she had a double mastectomy and invented a new kind of breast implant for cancer survivors. That's cool. Yas, queen. Rock that capitalism. Barbie is born March 1959. Yes, she's a Pisces, and I think that should be obvious. One of the first toys to use TV primarily for marketing and market directly to children. You might argue that that's bad. I would agree. Anyway, Barbie and Associated Barbie brands made 1.49 billion U.S. dollars in 2022 alone. Barbie is a juggernaut. I defy American Girl doll to match those kinds of sales. And yeah, Barbie started out as a fashion model. But do you know about her other jobs? Because they include pilot, doctor, park ranger, entomologist, NASCAR driver, boxer, Starfleet security officer, para-alpine skier, sign language instructor, chief sustainability officer, Barbie, and saxophonist. She inspires kids to learn about careers they never would have known about. And if I can just get on my soapbox... 
Yeah, her body proportions are insane. But also, the 50s and 60s were rife with unrealistic expectations of women, and Barbie was a product of the culture, not the cause. Okay, blaming Barbie is a convenient way to avoid looking at the structural causes of women's subjugation and the way that our bodies are commodified to benefit a few powerful people. Barbie has changed. Now, our culture needs to change too. She is a symbol of our potential and a symbol of what America could be if we let ourselves dream. She was also Princess Diana. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was also Princess Diana. That's for a pretty while. cool. Yeah, you like Princess Diana, right? Yeah, if we are led to believe that Barbie is just one person, she's the most brilliant human who's ever lived. <laughs> I think what it is is that Barbie is like a Highlander. Um, yeah, and totally. She does not die and she does not need sleep, and she just spends every single second of her time getting just like masters after masters after masters. Uh, I can't compete with the math of that one. You are right. American Girl Doll is number two only to Barbie. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Sucks to suck. Yeah, girls. I just, I think it's, you know, Barbie's been around for much longer. Yeah, yeah, she's got it. So what, okay, so you said you have a personal history with American Girl dolls. I'd well. love to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge collector. <laughs> I've got dozens of felicities. No, my uh, my cousin, when she, when she was little, she was really into it. And I lived in, when I was living in Chicago, my mom and my aunt and my cousin, everybody came out and there was like a big trip to to American Girl. So they all went over there and had a big fun day with the American Girl doll store. And I went oh, to man. Legoland or the Lego store. <laughs> oh, man. We should have done Barbie versus Legos, but. I mean, that's, you that's too hard. Yeah. That's too, yeah, that's too hard. So which one is your favorite? Of the American Girls, which one is my favorite? Because there's been uh-huh. 23, I believe, Girls of the Year. I think that that's true. I think there's sort of the original six and then there's all these newfangled ones. Yeah, I don't really. It, it was tough for me to to pinpoint a name. Uh, if I'm being completely honest, okay. I was trying not to get too familiar with them as I was doing research on here. <laughs> Were you worried that it would come up in conversation and someone yeah, say, uh, yeah. why do you know so much about American For sure. Dolls? I was afraid somebody yeah. was going to say, like, Felicity, next time I'm out, and I'm going to start talking about the American Girl doll. Yeah, it's a concern. Um, which one's jaw or, like, life story are you the most impressed with? Because there's, like... Depression girl, and there's like farming Swedish farmer. Definitely that one, like, I think, is the one I relate to the most is being a Swedish farmer. Fair. I don't know. I think the depression one's pretty cool. I think it's cool that they make a, a doll that addresses those issues. Because I mean, Pleasant Roland, the woman who founded American Girl, she was a, a, a teacher and a writer and a reporter. She's a very accomplished. Okay. Uh, two so inspiring I, female founders. Yeah, for sure. The breast implant thing is wild. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Ruth was later um, accused and fined for securities fraud. So look, who you know? Who who who's to say what you would have done in that situation? I, if you're asking me if I were the inventor of Barbie, would I have embezzled? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of money to be made. Yeah, I like money. What's what's Pleasant's up to? Uh, well, she Mattel bought American Girl for seven hundred million. So. These are both Mattel properties. Yeah, they are owned by Mattel. This is huge. They have truly cornered the market on aspirational dolls. Yeah. I I mean, she's doing other stuff, but I think just counting her money. Well, good for her. It's cool to be a billionaire, and I think that's good. I think it's cool. 
Yeah, I wrote down, if your Barbie gets sick, you just throw it in the trash. There's a hospital, American Girl doll. You know, like, you can't fix a sick Barbie. But I think that some of the greatest childhood creativity ever seen is fucked up Barbies. Because, like, haven't you ever been over to, like, a friend's house or, like, a friend with a little sister? And they're like, I put hot glue on my Barbie's arms and legs so it looks like a spider. And I cut off the hair and I drew on the face. Yeah. I mean, those are the kids you should be worried about. I was those kids. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> my Barbies were not well. <laughs> oh, man. I had look, all my toys. They had to be pristine. I hated my toys getting wrecked. I hated it. Okay, I could, I could see why you like American Girl dolls then. Yes, they're very pristine. Yeah, because you could take it to a mall and a lady will fix it for you. Totally, yeah. But here's a comparison that I think will not reflect well on the felicities of the world. Okay. American Girl dolls are so expensive. They are incredibly expensive. I was gifted one as a child, and I felt like I couldn't play with it. I was like, Addie just has to sit on top of my bureau while I gaze at her lovingly. (laughs) Whereas Barbies, I was like, yeah, bring it in the bathtub. Step on it in the dirt. I know this cost $18. I was reading some stuff on American Girl, and I I mean, I don't know how much you knew about it before. I kind of had an idea of like, oh, they're – it's like an education, like basis of, of an education, yeah. which I think mm-hmm. is really cool. But they were talking about the price on that and how they are making dolls of maybe underrepresented people, but wealth doesn't get to those people, so they can't purchase the doll. Mm. You know what I mean? Which I, I I just thought that was kind of interesting. It was just made me think. It's kind of a bummer. And yeah. I will say, Barbie started from behind. Barbie was just a... A woman who, if she was alive, would be like six foot eight and 97 pounds. But now there are Barbies in all colors of the rainbow. Barbie's got uh, friends who were women of color. Um, I think that their names are, yeah, Christy and Teresa. They brought in Barbie's waist a little bit, so she has slightly more human proportions, you know. They just, are they releasing a a Barbie with Down syndrome, are they not? Yes, yes. Very cool. Yeah, it's very cool. So I think that American Girl maybe doesn't have the underrepresentation market cornered anymore. Look, these gals are being thrown back into the past. <laughs> World from the comforts of their home to be sucked back in time. <laughs> Wait. Do you think the premise of American Girl dolls is that they're time travelers? <laughs> yeah. How do you explain it? <laughs> I guess I just sort of assume they were girls from that time. No, I think they are. <laughs> but I really like that your head canon is. Well, like... there was because I read this this cool quote that about the Be Forever dolls, which are you know that that line we're talking about. And when I they don't were know said about the, this. The present day girls find their way to the past and met up with one of these girls. So that's why I was kind of thinking the time travel thing. Like, you know, finding your way back to the past, I think horrible time traveling stories. Yeah. Yeah. Or and they I are just a bunch see. of little girls time traveling and we got to put a stop <laughs> to it. And how are these little girls finding the technology to go back to the past? Yeah, they got answers. We need to get them. Why are they picking times that are like slavery? I know. The I depression. Feel like reading and again, I don't know how much you know, but I feel like I feel like this company and this product Really st- comes from good intentions, but some of the things I read of just like, ah, you just, you missed the mark by just a little bit. <laughs> like how the first and for a long time only black doll was just a slave? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not quite there. Yeah. But we were so stupid in the 90s. White people 
we're not crushing it now, but my no. God, in the 90s? Yeah, not, yeah, not great. Who do you think has better accessories, American Girl dolls or Barbie? I'm going to go American Girl because you're getting items and doodads throughout history. Interesting. You know, you're you're exploring the cornucopia of technology and the advancements of tools and how humankind has come to think and solve problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sh- mostly America kind, but yeah. Yeah. Self-inflicted yeah. problems. Yeah. Yeah. I, ah, uh, man, I kind of wish I hadn't asked that question because Barbie's accessories are many, but they are not well made. They are just sort of molded plastic. And it'll be like, this Barbie is like an animal trainer. And then it'll be like, here's a little plastic stick for hitting the lion. You're like, okay. Really abuse that lion. Yeah, really. Teach it who's boss. Get the shit out of that captive lion. Fucking do these tricks. (laughs) It's good lessons for little girls. It is. I remember... The cell phones being kind of what you're describing, like they had the buttons on them, but it was all one big like pink or red piece of plastic. Yes, yes, absolutely. But American Girl Dolls don't have the dream house. That is true, but they do have some sort of fortress of solitude, kind of like, you know, the American Girl Doll store. Uh, I see. Yeah. Although it's really just like fortress of sisterhood because they all go there to be together. Yeah. And I will say the dream house does give you some solitude. Like you do get to be by yourself in the dream house, but you might have to, yes. probably have to be there with Ken or Skipper. Oh, you don't have to be there with Ken. Ken is a fucking afterthought. All of this Ken stuff, Barbie never cared about Ken. That is my, abundantly clear. She was much closer to Skipper and all of her friends. And if you know anything about little girls, you know that Barbie was always dating G.I. Joe. Do you think she loved him? Ken? Yeah. Like a brother. Oh, Wow. Come on. I mean, that's a that's kind of a bombshell. Yeah. And look, American Girl Dolls, I get it. You want to play with a little girl who's like your age, but you grow out of that real quick. And I will say with Barbies, they have the aspirational element of being grown women. So you get to be like, yeah. whoa, someday, like, I'll be an astronaut in a skirt. Yeah. I mean, but the American Girl has the gift of youth. And time. And we don't have so much of that anymore. Yeah. That's that's true. Yeah. Wow. Are you good? I mean, I'm 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 mad at their youth and I'm mad at their ability to travel <laughs> back in time. You're coming across as just like really resentful of these. I hate child these American dolls. girl dolls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's nothing to hate about Barbie. <laughs> A perfect role model. She's the perfect woman. <laughs> Which one would you rather be, an American Girl doll or a Barbie? Oh my god. There's a lot of weight being an American Girl doll because you have to you you're carrying the history of history, the weight of history with you. And I feel like Barbie mm-hmm. gets to maybe have just a little more fun. That's what girls just want to do. That's what I've heard, but I think I'm going to be I think I'm going to take up the mantle. I'm going to I'm going to be a, a martyr here and be an American Girl doll. Okay. Tell me why. Because I want to give back. I want to give back. I want to give knowledge to people. I want to help make people better and smarter than me. You want to have those little novels that come when you buy the American Girl doll and make a girl feel smart because she's reading a chapter book. You know, there was a little doll in my neighborhood in a window. And the story was that a man ran over his daughter in the driveway and (laughs) that they painted the driveway red. And the little girl doll was supposed to be the daughter. 
and they changed his clothes every day, and it kind of looked like an American Girl doll. Now, I don't think that story is true. I think that mm. all turned out to be BS, but mm-hmm. maybe it just reminds me of that a little bit. Compelling stuff. You make a really good point. <laughs> I mean, I love American Girl dolls. Yeah, I know. I know you do. What about you, buddy? Who would you rather be and why? You're asking me, would I rather be a 12-year-old with a Liberty Garden or a 19-year-old who parties on the beach in her Jeep? Take a look at your biases. <gasps> of course I want to be Barbie. I want to play the saxophone. I want to be an Olympic gymnast. I want to have a guy in my life who is string along for 50 years. It's Barbie. I. That's the perfect way to, to sum up that character. <laughs> Thank you so much. I think that we have completely covered who she is and what she can be. I think so, yeah. Okay, which one would you rather as an adult man now? This is sort of a variation on that question, but which one would you rather have? Like a really rare Barbie or an American Girl doll? I'm giving you one as a gift. Which one do you want? I think the the vintage Barbie is, as we were talking about earlier, more acceptable if somebody comes into my house for the first time and sees it on my mantle. Yeah. So I, I'm going against my own argument, but I'm going to say Barbie just to just try to save face. Fair enough. Yeah. Because someone comes in and you just have like a doll that you very clearly love and care for. That's like right. little. Yeah. Like, oh, do you have a, are you a single dad? Like, no, I'm, first off, I'm married. No. Neither of those things, married and childless. This is my doll. Yeah. I just always wanted one and I bought a Samantha. <laughs> Don't let me shame you. If you're out there and you want to buy an American Girl doll, you go out and do it. You buy a Samantha. Yeah. It doesn't matter if everybody will think you're freaky. No. Who cares, man? I always wanted a Kristen, so I'm probably going to choose Kristen. You got to. But God, I loved Addie. She had a cowrie shell necklace that I would just carry in my pocket to school. Oh, I was a fan. Well, obviously, you and I are both really passionate about this topic, and we could talk about it all gosh dang night, but we do need to take a brief break. Let's do it. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Folks, welcome back to the Battle of the Dolls. It's time for round two of this week's episode of Versus. Now, in round two, of course, Adam and I each get to pick one game to play with each other from a list of games that are pulled from a hat um, and then burnt, and then we see what color the smoke is and we know what game we have to play this week. This week, it is my prerogative to pick first Adam To tease and torment you this week, I have chosen the game Future Shock. Okay. Epic. Okay, let's do it. Okay, you're resigned to your fate. This is, of course, the game where we have to describe where this character will be in 50 years, given the trajectory that they are currently on. And I am so curious to hear where you think American Girl dolls will be in 2080 
Three. Is that math right? 2073. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm an English major. All right. We're going to put one minute on the clock, and I would love to hear where you think American Girl dolls will be. Anita the astronaut will be on a moon platform as she is the head of a mining company to help get this new mineral out that has cured all diseases here on Earth. And about what a struggle it's been for young women to get these mining jobs because for so long it's been such an equal disparage of the sexes that it's it's just not been fair. Mm. So people like Anita the astronaut have really pioneered the way for not just moon miners, but for miners on Earth and potentially Mars miners. <laughs> so really the possibilities are endless. And that's what Anita the astronaut represents. She represents hope. She represents knowledge. She represents fighting the good fight like all American girl dolls do. So she'll be on the moon proudly in her spacesuit looking down on Earth, knowing that she's making an impact for all the future little American girls out there. Beautiful. Colonialism will finally reach the moon. Oh, no, it is. <laughs> we find out that this species has a really valuable diamond in their home, so we blow it up. We're American <laughs> girls. We shoot <laughs> aliens. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to buy Anita the astronaut for my grandchildren. Well, buddy, it's going to be tough between Anita and wherever Barbie's going to be at in 50 years. Let's throw a minute on the clock. Please tell us where she's going to be. I went a slightly different direction with this because here's what I think the Barbie doll will be. Barbie herself, I think, will be sort of the same thing. It's like, oh, she's got an aspirational job. Isn't that fun? Barbies themselves will be featureless steel tubes um, that you strap into your port uh, we'll all have ports. All the children will have toy ports. Um, you insert the tube and then an AI woman talks to you about various products that you can buy to make your Barbie happy. She's fully sentient. So she'll be like, hi, Rebecca, wouldn't you like to buy me this beautiful dress with your mommy's credit units? It's only 25 credits. And kids will go for it because kids are stupid and Barbie's always been really good at advertising directly to children. And the hottest item for Christmas will be the pink steel tube. And that's where Barbie will be in 50 years. You know what? I think that's spot on. I was over at my sister's house a couple years ago and my little nephew was downstairs and my sister gets an alert on her phone, a, a potential credit card fraud, oh because he tried to spend 250 bucks on Minecraft <laughs> no. stuff or on Fortnite stuff or something. Oh, so. no. How much had he been spending before to hit the lim limit for like a fraud alert? That I don't know. It must have been a lot. But yeah, she got she got dinged and it was very funny. That is so funny. Ah, oh, kids. Well- I think those are both very aspirational places to be. I think that is something to look forward to, but sometimes that's not how it always goes. And my game is going to be Gritty Reboot. Oh. I'd like you to describe for me, give me the plot of the Gritty Reboot of Barbie. One of everyone's absolute favorites. Okay, here we go. The title of the film is laughing plastic. Following a freak Jeep accident on the beach in Malibu, Barbie is catastrophically scarred and no longer able to do her four times daily Pilates. So she equalizes to her sort of natural weight. When she realizes how differently she's treated now that she's not a thin, flawless blonde, she embarks on a Joker-style revenge mission against the structures of power that tell women that they must meet an ideal of a small white woman or they have no worth. She first digs up Carl Lagerfeld's grave and crafts 
grafts an axe out of his thigh bone. Then, of course, she reunites with her estranged sister, Skipper, her ex-boyfriend, Ken, and her best friends, Teresa and Christy, and they join forces to terrorize Paris Fashion Week and the headquarters of Weight Watchers for promoting fat phobia, and then they burn every plastic surgery clinic they can hit. Ultimately, of course, they're forced into a Waco-style siege at the Dreamhouse, and as the Dreamhouse burns, they celebrate forever destroying the beauty industrial complex. Wow. A lot of death. Very good. A lot of violence. A lot of death. I Like a Tarantino kind of vibe almost felt like to me a little bit. Thank you. I would describe it as like if Tarantino made um, Thelma and Louise. That's a good movie. <laughs> Thank you so much. Adam, I'm just jonesing to hear your gritty reboot because you always <laughs> knock these out of the park. All right. So this movie stars Tilda Swinton. <laughs> And she plays Emily, an American girl who wakes up from a coma and can't remember anything about her past. So she goes on this adventure that takes her all throughout New York City to reclaim who she was, to, to figure out her lineage and her history and find out why she's important in the world. Because she can feel that she is, but she doesn't quite know why. And Willem Dafoe plays a shop clerk that she falls in love with. And he's trying to be a part of her life, but it's so tough because she doesn't remember. And how can you truly give yourself over to somebody when you don't know who you truly are? Mm. And then ultimately, Caitlin, does it really matter? Because are we who we were in the past? Are we who we are defined by who we are in the future or who we are now? That's the most you can give to somebody. And it's about memory. And she gets tattoos on her stuff too. <laughs> I'm just going to steal that from Christopher <laughs> Nolan. So yeah, that's the end of it. Great. Memento. It's Memento. <laughs> Something really powerful you've done is you taking characters that like can only exist at a certain point in history and made it not remember where it's from or when. It's a cop out. But it's a clever cop out. I get to write an American Girl romance story without any of the American Girl style stuff in it. Yeah, that's uh Which that doesn't sound good. That that sounds terrible. <laughs> well, we have made really strong cases, but all good things must come to an end, even a Malibu beach party. Uh, so I think it's time for some closing arguments. Adam, won't you please take two minutes to tell us why American Girl dolls are the better toy? Pleasant Roland seems like a pretty cool lady. Uh, she seems to be coming from a great place, and she was inspired to create American Girl dolls after a visit to Colonial Williamsburg. <laughs> so that place is finally doing something, finally carrying its own weight. I think it comes from a cool place, and they've been hassled by uh, certain Catholic and anti-abortion places because I donate to a thing called girlsinc.org. So if you really want to piss those people off, go to girlsinc.org and donate. It seems like a pretty cool organization, so, you know, do it. It'll make those people mad. And again, I know I sometimes I miss the mark, but I feel like they really are interested in doing the right thing. Yes, they are a little overpriced. But that's really being a victim of capitalism, is it not? You know, I think you can still have good intentions, but you still got to play the game. And unfortunately, that's just the world we live in. And I don't know if that's going to change anytime soon. But maybe there'll be an American Girl doll, maybe not 50 years, maybe in 2083, like we said earlier, who will teach us about there is no more money. You know, women helped lead the charge to get rid of money and make a more peaceful society. So maybe that's what the future American Girl doll will be saying. Possibilities are really endless. I feel like American Girl is only limited by our potential as humans. So whatever we can do, that's an American girl doll. So, I mean, don't, isn't that what you want to be? Or you want to be just some, sh some schlub on the street. You want to be an American girl doll, damn it. Wow. That's my closing <laughs> argument. 
You're right. I don't want to be just some schlub on the street. I'm doing that Spielberg thing from Indiana yeah. Jones. Look at you, you, you fat, lazy coward. Get up and start a <laughs> Liberty Garden. All right, Kaylin, same to you. Two minutes on the clock to tell us why Barbie is the better doll. Look, if you want to talk morality, there's probably no toy ever made more evil than Barbie. Right? Except for G.I. Joe, which is military industrial complex. Look, Barbie... Barbie is a disaster, okay? Barbie is a cash grab. But Adam, do you want to talk about some idealized America where everyone was always nice to each other and neighbors support each other? Because I think that at this point from this lofty year of 2023, we know that never existed. Barbie is the real American girl, okay? She was a purely cynical product, a ripoff of a German doll designed to make girls feel bad about themselves so that they buy more products and squeeze their feet into agonizing high heels. Yes, Barbie was everything that was wrong with America, but what Barbie is is an unvarnished view and it is also a window into what we could be, you know, a, a place where women are truly equal, but still free to express femininity, to love clothes while also being biochemists, which is another one of Barbie's jobs, to express gender in complex ways. I knew little boys who played with Barbies, and yeah, they mostly ended up not conforming to hetero cis masculinist ideals. Barbie lets us play with fashion, with gender, with things that we could become. Yeah, Barbie started from a freaking gross place, okay? Uh, yeah, your feet probably shouldn't be molded into high heels. Girls, there's a problem if that is the way your feet work. But Barbie can become anything, and so can we. And therefore, I hope the sweet listeners will vote Barbie. Thank you so much. That's the end. I mean, that American girl thing really got yeah. me. That was a really good point. We're like, yeah, that is, I mean, that's that's true. <laughs> yeah. When Barbie came out, American women could not own a credit card. And now we can be a neoliberal vice president. I mean, the possibilities are endless. The future's so bright, we gotta wear shades. Mm-hmm. And Barbie does make shitty plastic shades. Yeah. But she's a pilot. She but she needs to have those. Yeah, shades. she she did get her pilot's license. She does work too much. God, somebody make a little Barbie bathtub so she can just get some me time. Adam, this has been a really interesting journey into I'm proud of this. A Toys R Us aisle that uh, I never knew we'd walk down together, but Yeah, I didn't either, but I'm I'm really glad we did the deep dive. I am too. And if you too are glad that we did the deep dive, if you enjoyed today's battle, or you'd like to give us suggestions on which pop culture icons you'd like us to represent next, you can shoot us a little email at officialversuspodcast at gmail.com, tweet at Wood Elf Media, and use the hashtag versus podcast really on any social media. And until next week, I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. I'm Caitlin Hempstead. And I'm an American girl doll. I'm Adam Peacock. And it's been a delight. Bye, y'all. Bye. Versus is a Wood Elf original series, executive produced by Rob Herding, David Henning, Ryan Middledorf, Caitlin Hempstead, and Adam Peacock. Produced by Tom Breck. Original music by Darren Johnson. Edited by Neely Oftering. Are you a Marvel fan? Matt, you know I am. 
Jeff, I was asking the listener. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it seemed like a weird question because, you know, we've been doing a Marvel podcast together for nine years now. No, no, I was trying to grab the attention of all the Marvel fans out there for this ad. Oh. I thought it was weird, too. You should definitely warn us. Good note, Ashley. Well, if you like Marvel movies and TV as much as we do, join us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. He did it again. Hey, this is Eric Malinsky, host of the podcast Imaginary Worlds. Each episode, I explore different sci-fi fantasy genres, talking with filmmakers, novelists, game designers, cosplayers, comic book artists, and anyone who works in the field of make-believe. I also look at the fan experience, asking, why do we suspend our disbelief? You can subscribe to Imaginary Worlds wherever you get your podcasts.